Hey, Dog Speak Geeks. Do you ever feel frustrated? Well, your dog does. Frustration occurs when an animal is interrupted in reaching their goals. Unfortunately, this occurs all too often in the modern world when a dog's goals do not align with those of their human companion. This can be a source of distress for both you and your dog, but it can also lead to the development of problem behaviors and can damage the relationship that you have with your dog. But we have answers for you. Join us for a two-day in-person seminar October 5th and 6th with instruction by Daniel Shaw. Daniel Shaw is an animal behaviorist with a background in animal behavior, psychology, and neuroscience. He will be talking about what frustration is and how it can be identified, the difficulty of conventional approaches in resolving frustration, what influences the value of rewards, as well as supporting frustrated dogs and building frustration tolerance. You can buy early bird tickets now until August the 5th, and be sure that you join us for our pre-seminar social Friday evening where you can meet Daniel and the Dog Speak team. We look forward to seeing you October 5th and 6th in Nashville, Tennessee for the Neuroscience of Resolving Frustration in Dogs seminar. Hey, Dog Speak Geeks. I hope you're having a warm, not snowed in week because we were snowed in all last week and finally was able to get out today and it's finally above freezing. I don't like this stuff. I don't like the way this whole thing started out just now. <laughs> like, what are you doing with your hands? I know. Y'all y'all know who that is. I would and say I know y'all are excited I would to say hear start her on over, here. But <laughs> No, because people are so happy to have you back on here. And also, you implied that you left the house. Oh yeah, I didn't today. do. I didn't leave today. I, I have been working on editing. Got in my car. Online programs. I put that thing down in first gear to get up that hill, but I got out. Of hey, here. and I'm proud of you. I had to. I had to go. It was. It's been a little. It's been a little rough. I did get out yesterday, and I did unbury the car. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, we really... had seven inches and we're in Tennessee. Y'all we're not used to this in middle Tennessee. We don't get, we ended up with eight inches. Um, and then we got ice. So yeah, we're not used to it. We could have gotten out though with the snow if I'd had new tires on my truck. Uh, actually, no, 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 it was bad. I mean, you can drive on ice. You just can't stop or steer. Good times. Yeah. Good times. But anyway, but y'all look, listen, Brit's on the other end here. I told her, I was like, hey, we're snowed in all weekend. We should just record all weekend. Did we? No. Absolutely not. We did not. But I did get a bunch of boxes together, things that needed to get out of this house, organized. Yeah, we are definitely trying to get more organized and so getting 2024 I, to I be. hauled all of that off today. Been busy. And then I went it's been good. thrift shopping. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, it's been it's been good. And I mean, you know. It's 2024 is turning out right now. It's been snowy, but it's been, it's been a great year so far for me. I'm feeling better. Mm -hmm. We had a little mini vacation. We did have to come home early because the snow, <laughs> yeah. uh, we were stuck here all week, which was fine because I got a lot of work done um, because we are doing a lot of new online content 
and uh, we have our foundation course up, which is the building relationship. I am editing Gray's six-week puppy program. Which is awesome. It is awesome. Uh, that should be launching, let me look at the calendar. That will probably be launching, I'm going to say mid-February. But it's the first six weeks of your pup's life and covers, you know, housebreaking, mouthing, chewing, socialization, all exposure, the all the good stuff. And, of course, Gray is on there doing everything, and it's it's fantastic. And then we'll have the reactive uh, dog course. I should have that sometime in March. Mm-hmm. That should be available. So just make sure you guys are, are either following us somewhere on social media Signed up for our newsletter. I do try to send something out every couple of weeks. I'm going to try to get better about getting information out weekly, but not bombarding your your emails because I know everybody gets a lot in their mailbox. But we just want you guys to be aware of all the information that's out. And I promise you, I promise you, we are trying to get more regular on the podcast to get back on this. It's just... It's been, I've been thrown for a loop here. A lot of work. It's been a lot of work because Britt's working in the office where we record. We can't record during the day because she's in the office. Gray's internet sucks. So trying to get him to record and not be in person is hard. He lives five minutes up the road. And he's got terrible. And it's like he lives underground. I know. It's It's terrible. I don't know. So uh, I promise you guys though, we are, we are going to be getting more regular. Today, we are going to do a couple of listener questions that may give us off on a couple of, of little side streets. We'll probably start keeping these a little bit shorter than what I've done in the past. I do know that Gray and I are going to record next week, and we're going to start on breaking down legs. Uh, so that's about learning environment, genetics, and self. So excited about that little and I saw series. on the calendar you have Daniel coming back. I do have Daniel. Weeks. I do have Daniel coming back, and I'm super excited. And We're going to be talking town. about frustration. Yeah. So uh, y'all remember Dan, uh, Daniel Shaw on here last year? It was so great, and finally got to meet him in person in in North Carolina. And uh, yeah, we had a, we had a good time. So I'm looking forward to having him back on. All right. So the first question that we have is from Anastasia. Anastasia has been um, a client of ours for a little bit now. Mm -hmm. She started listening to the podcast and uh, she decided that um, she wanted a Zoom consult. And we started with a Zoom consult. And uh, yeah, things have been pretty dang good. We've had a couple and things have gone well. Mm -hmm. The last time I talked to her to Zoom, she was fostering a puppy that, bless its heart, um, just was struggling with a lot of health issues. I need to say that that puppy is, uh, you know, the, re- the rescue took that puppy back, and we don't know. I do know, but we're just going to move on. So we are going to talk about, though, she has a new little pup mm-hmm. that she fostered, and uh, she ended up adopting this dog. Oh, this dog also okay. has some medical issues, but I would tell you, this dog is so dang cute, and I follow them on TikTok. Uh, I, and it, I know you uh, really should do TikTok. It, you guys, I don't do tic, the TikToks. The TikToks. I get my TikToks from Instagram. Well, I'm telling you, but two you, weeks after everybody just, else, yeah, you get so them. you get longer videos on TikTok, hey, right? So, getting to see, I got to see some videos, and it was they're really really cute. So I'm I'm really happy and proud of them. Uh, but she did have a question. Is somebody playing with something they're not supposed to be playing with? Oh, no, it's 
It's what? our cat actually using the scratching post. Oh, the cat's finally using the new scratching what post. A, Thank you, guys. What a Christmas miracle. Oh, because their big one <sighs> had to go bye-bye, and their small one's it's not working. To be here today. So hopefully the other big one will be here. Everything's been snowed out. Yeah, we yeah we haven't gotten away. anything um, <laughs> delivered. So, okay, so Anastasia's question um so she says okay here's so her question is so because i don't want to do and it's good timing there buddy because she says she was a barker <laughs> barks at everything i wonder who that's like don't know anyone like that in right this house. it has improved limiting triggers as much as possible redirection and place command but every single time my two other pups start playing she barks at them I've tried to small. Um, I've tried small steps in playing with each dog one on one, but after about almost a year, it's the one area she hasn't improved on at all. It took months for her to even play with me. I should add, it just breaks my heart. So, um, so do you have any suggestions on how I can acclimate her to play with her pet siblings, or at least what to do while it's happening? I've been putting her at place with a toy of her own, but I feel like I'm failing in this area. Thanks for your help, Anastasia. My God, these dogs are so cute. Um, you know. I, the one thing, because we do have a barker, mm -hmm. and sometimes barking is really a symptom of more than just boredom or alertness. Sometimes it is things like sound sensitivities. Uh, little man has been the last little bit, probably the last week, every little high-pitched noise that he's been hearing in the house, he's been barking at more. And I don't know if it's we need to go back and not put as much in between times of acupuncture or what? Because he was doing much better. Well, and I think also we've been kind of just cooped up and frustrated. Like, we can't get outside. It's negative 10 degrees. Yeah. I think, you know, we've just been really on edge, too. Yeah, I mean, it, it is hard when you're used to getting out and going. I mean, I haven't even been to the gym. Yeah. And, you know, it's... The whole routine's just the whole up. routine's gone, and it is really challenging. But for a barker that's barking when the other two are playing, this can be more of kind of her way of being involved, mm -hmm. of where she's trying to play with them, and so her barking is attempting to play. Then at that point, I would just kind of let them work it out and figure out if they want to let her join. If they keep ignoring her, then I would interrupt her. And what I would do is place, you're on the right track, put her on place. But instead of just a toy, I'm maybe going to do some type of like topple, chew bone, and maybe let them play inside a playpen or put her inside the playpen so yeah. that she's not having to guard it. Because as soon as they know that she probably has something, they may stop playing and come over. Right. But, you know, that way if you got a playpen, then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I guess that was going to be my question before you started was, what is the motivation for the barking? Is she trying to get involved? Is she trying to make it stop because it's making her anxious or nervous because she doesn't really know how to play? Which I think Anastasia said she doesn't really. It, it took her like a year to even to, play with to her. play, yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe maybe playing just not her jam. Oh, I, I have a video. There's a video attached to this email. Okay, and I did not see that the video was attached to the email, so I'm going to pause, and I'm going to go watch that and come back, and maybe that will answer your okay. question. Okay. Okay, y'all. 
<laughs> so the video was not the play. It was walking, but they were like bosses walking. They look like they run the neighborhood. Right. Well, the because the them. two males were barking at everything on walks prior. And they were not one time on that video. But look, the picture that she sent, the Christmas <laughs> picture. What? I don't know how I missed this in the in your email prior. And I say, what? They are they? They're adorable. They're so cute. They are so cute. Like, Anastasia, I, I'm going to email you and see if I can use that and put it on Instagram. Please. Because it Please. is stupid, ridiculous how cute they are. I have a thing for dogs. Little dogs in bow ties. I know. It just... But these... They're in neckties. Uh, it's, it's... I can't even... It's ridiculous. And they, like, look like <laughs> little old men. <laughs> like, <laughs> they look like little old men. And what so is the, what's the new pup's name? Oh, gosh. You had to ask and me that a, online here. Like a Griffon. Uh, she looks like a little Griffon. Um, goodness, I know she probably Anastasia. told me that. I've Sorry, been so Anastasia. Out of the, uh, I've been so out of the dog speak loop. Yeah, you have. I don't know really anything sad. about any of And I'm used to Britt keeping things in memory for me. So I'm sorry. I forgot the, I forgot the dog's name. But it is all really cute. Um, They're so, adorable. But look, Anastasia, three, if, you can make some, if you can make a video and send it to me, that would also help me to find out kind yeah. of what that motivator is. Yeah, well, I mean, it's good to see in the video, though, where they're walking, that they obviously, the dogs, like, in, at least enjoy being around yeah. one another. They're, there's no, like, Well, the cute picture on TikTok, the, the, the video on TikTok is where she's asking one of the boys who his girlfriend is, and he's touching the little Griffon. It's a, really cute. It's adorable. It's really cute, yeah. So, yeah. thank you for that question. It's yeah, Because so I, I know that happens a lot. Well, like, so, um, Myers will bark if... Like Isabella is playing with Clark. Yes. Or, you know, and, and he's he, one, he's either like he's not involved or two, he's over aroused. Um, but then, I mean, there are dogs who bark because they don't want it happening. Like it's chaos. Yeah. And so you have to see, is the dog going in and barking and trying to do a split up? Yeah. Or are we just getting, I'm barking because I'm excited mm -hmm. and I want to be a part of the play, especially if the two boys are playing loudly. Yeah. So you would normally have some barking there. So, I mean, honestly, regardless of the motivator, even if it's if she's barking because she's not comfortable with the play, if you're putting her on a place and giving her like a bone to chew on her stuffed fun toy with food, then she's going to associate some positivity with that eventually. Yeah. Like, so either way, it will still maybe work. she's just like, boys drool. That's Ugh. right. Girls rule. Give me my own throne and my. I need my own throne. Topple. My two little gestures down there. My minions. <laughs> <laughs> Being all gestury. She does look like she's the queen. I love it. She probably is the queen. Yeah. At I this think, point. I think there are a lot of things. That, but regardless, if they're if they're saying, "Hey, no, we don't want you to. We don't want you to play with us," or you can't. You can't be in our club or... Then we do need to interrupt and, and redirect. And she's barking and they're ignoring her like, please stop. Oh my God. Yeah. Sister's so annoying. Sister's then, yeah, so annoying. I mean, yeah. you, you do have to have to interrupt that. You do. That was a great question. Um, and thank you for the, the pictures. Those pictures. I, I need to post that one. I'm going to have to day. email her and ask immediately on that. Oh my gosh. Because they're, they're too damn cute. I don't know how I missed those pictures prior. I guess because I was just, I've, I've been doing so much lately. Y'all, forgive Nikki. Um, she doesn't know how to use email. It's just. I know how to use email. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I get 
<laughs> get busy. All right, so our next question comes from a Brittany. And it says, hello. Why did you say it like that? Well, because Brittany. You said it so aggressively. Because it's not Brittany. And as a Brittany, you have a problem with Brittany and Brittany. And so this Brittany may also have a problem with Brittany. Okay. I think I could say it one more time. No, please don't. Since I I, don't drink anymore, I prefer you not. Can y'all believe that? Look, everybody just almost, please, I hope you didn't wreck the car when y'all heard that. If you're listening to us while driving, don't don't wreck. I'm actually drinking zero sugar Dr. Pepper right now. I'm drinking alcohol-free Prosecco, which tastes nothing like Prosecco. (laughs) But after after 90 days, you kind of get over it. Yeah. I don't care. And it's great. Yeah. That's it's great. I'm so proud of you. Proud of you. All right, so let's go with Brittany's question. And also, I have found that that I took one of those new, little side note here, little nutrition. Um, oh yeah, the yeah. little analysis to see what causes me inflammation. And tequila was on there, and cilantro, and cheddar cheese. So I'm just not. I'm never gonna eat again. Never gonna eat, eat again. <laughs> got inflammation all right it says we're aren't y'all glad she's back all right hello nikki hope you're having a great day i am now because brit's doing a podcast with him i've been listening to your podcast for a few months and love all the dog training information you brit and other guest speakers talked about i 100 agree with you that using shock collars is cruel and an aggressive form of training that only puts fear pain and distrust on the dog however I recently learned that some shock collars have beep and or vibrate modes that really don't shock the dog. Would this still be cruel to use um, a shock collar if the beeping or vibrating mode was used? I'm probably one of the many people that wonders the same. In my opinion, I still would consider it cruel because it's still a shock collar even though the person training their dog only uses those two modes. I would like to hear your input on this. Thanks for replying. What's your first initial thoughts there, Britt? Boom. Um... I am, I'm just very anti, sorry y'all, I'm making some noises. I'm trying to get vitamins out of a container. Um, yeah, I mean, anything. Ugh. I know. Okay. Shot collars. Okay. So bad. <laughs> so let's break it down, right? The collar itself isn't the problem. Okay. Right. So if you took. Let's take let's take the shock collar and let's break it down. Let's break it down into a collar that has just the beep noise. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you take that collar and you associate the beep with an upcoming shock, the beep is going to be associated with that shock, so therefore the beep becomes negative. What if you associate the beep with an upcoming treat? Bingo. Then it's not cruel. It's so the beep itself becomes a positive if you're associating it with something positive. So if I if I beeped my dog and taught them that every time they heard that beep they would get a treat, then all I would need to do is beep it. They'd probably come running to me for a treat. That's no different than me saying treat, Mm -hmm. or you know if they know they're getting rewarded a hundred percent touch or recall whatever but if you've also trained 
that the beep means a shock and you have to they have to come to you or they get shocked. Now coming to you is a negative. It it has to do with yeah, exactly. Right. So it has to do with does the consequence cause fear or pain? Yes. And that is the thing with like a shock and collar. Does the vibrate what precedes the vibrate? So if the vibrate, some people use the vibrate before the shock. And so the vibrate is what they're trying to say is kind of that e-collar part of the vibrates like a TENS machine, which is not. A vibrate is just like it means it's vibrating. The mm-hmm. collar is vibrating. There's no electrical currents coming out. Yeah. So the vibration, again, if I associated the vibration with something fun, then the vibration, there's nothing wrong with that vibration. Yeah. If I'm using the vibration to say a shock is possibly coming, then yeah, mm-hmm. the vibration is a negative. It's yeah. cruel. Because it's it's like me, you know, I could be sitting there, I could be looking at you and saying, I need you to do this with for me. And I may be sitting there saying it holding a bat in my hand. I may not have to use the bat, but that bat is still intimidating the human because the human knows what that bat can do. Mm-hmm. So if a collar's, if a dog's wearing a shock collar and they've been shocked on it, then they know what that collar can do. Simply wearing it is going to be abuse. Yeah. yeah. Because it can happen at any time. Mm-hmm. The threat is the real issue here. Yeah. The physical pain of the shock, does it hurt? Hell yeah, it's going to hurt. That's why, that's why they use it, because it doesn't feel good and it stops things. Mm-hmm. Can you train using a shock collar without causing pain? No, because that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Can you use a shock collar to teach without causing long-lasting fallout behaviors of fear and anxiety? Yes, I do believe you can. Most people cannot do it. 99% of the trainers that use e-collars don't know how to use them properly to get the results to where the dog doesn't have to wear the collar forever. Therefore, we just shouldn't be using them unless it's a life or death. Exactly. Like, why use it in the first place? They use it in the first place because they want quick fixes, they make good money, and basically they're just putting a Band-Aid. And it makes them look like they're phenomenal trainers, right? The dog goes for a two-week train, comes back, and, and is looks perfect when the dog is really just being a robot because it's afraid of being shocked even though the owners never shocked them just wearing the collar the dog knows yeah. that it can happen at any time so that to me is the cruel aspect of it it's it's this over this looming threat mm-hmm. so if the dog has never been shocked and positivity has been made with a beep or a vibration sure Right. If I have a if I have a deaf dog, and that's what I was. I want. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't know that it was you that recommended. It was, I remember someone recommending a just a vibrate collar mm-hmm. for a deaf dog. Obviously, you don't want to put a shock collar on right. a dog that's already probably frightened because they can't hear. Well, yeah, they've lost one of their senses. That can be very challenging. Um, but using the vibrate as sort of a clicker or as a hey like look at me kind yeah of thing. i would use it as a look at me and work on hand signals yeah at that point but yeah i mean so yeah i don't i do think that using shock collars or e-collars with any type of electrical current majority of the time is considered cruel 
because people don't know how to use them. Um, it's not a tool that should be left on a dog for 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. That's that's not saying the dog is trained. That's saying the dog has learned to avoid punishment and fear, even though it's looming over them day in and day out. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, and honestly, and I've said this before, one in 10,000 dogs would I recommend a shot collar based on the situation. And if it's done properly, it should only be used five or six times and then the dog shouldn't have to have it anymore. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's come from experience, comes from knowledge and education. But a but vibrator, I mean, the, a beep. The beep or, yeah, it's like Pavlov, right? I yeah. mean, instead of having a bell. Yeah, the beep. And doesn't, then yeah. you're giving it, or like using a clicker. Because you can make a leash a negative thing. Yeah. You can make, I've seen people take a leash and whip their dog with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, now we're going to have a negativity with this leash. So anything really, I think most anything can become, I mean, treats can even be used in a way that's cruel to the dog's welfare. If we're using treats to get a dog to do something that they're absolutely afraid of, mm-hmm. that can be negative to the dog's system. Yeah. Because they're conflicted, they want the food, but they're super scared, And but we're using the food to push them into doing something. It's not. I never thought about that. Yeah. So we we just want to be very careful. Uh, I think that there are so many better ways to work on our dog's behavior. And honestly, the more and more that I, um, well, I say learn. I mean, I've got a lot of knowledge in my belt. But I think the older I get and the more experience, I do feel that if we build a relationship with our dog and we meet their needs, guide them with enrichment, and just build that bond and relationship with them the need for a bunch of obedience commands it's it's rare mm-hmm. i mean let's talk about our trip thanks for the questions guys um i but i did want to talk about this while i have you on here because i said when we were on our trip i want to talk about this mm-hmm. because you've come a long way thanks um i have not taught myers a ton of things commands no he has just a few that we use mm-hmm. with Isabella we've worked probably a lot more on obedience and a lot more on obedience commands mm-hmm. but also you and Isabella have really built a nice relationship I mean you you guys have done well I was so proud of you this week last excuse me last weekend and tell everybody why no, I think I'd like you to. This is really nice. Oh, told how proud you are of me and stuff. Oh, y'all. Okay, so we went to um, in the country. We went and rented. <laughs> we went in the country. We rented a cute little cabin that was probably what five hundred square feet. Yeah, yeah. A little private had like five acres or eight acres or something behind acres, it. Yeah, it of was like it was cold rock but, formations. Oh, it was beautiful and creek. Cre- oh yeah it was great woods and mushrooms it was wonderful so we wouldn't even have to leave our little area if we didn't want to and so we would take the dogs out and walk them in the woods and of course I like to walk in the woods um I don't like to hike I just like to aimlessly walk and so Myers and I have practiced a lot of off-leash and he's really good yeah especially in the woods mm-hmm Isabella, you have been afraid a lot, and you've only really taken her off-leash at your mom's. 
Um, and I don't know if that's because you know that Granny T can snap her fingers and Isabella's like, yes, ma'am. No, she doesn't even listen to my She mom. doesn't listen to mom. <laughs> but you let her off leash. Yeah. While we did this. And she did phenomenal. Yeah, she um, she was great. She was great. She had a whole... Usually I wouldn't do that in a place I wasn't really familiar with. But I mean, we had eight acres. Really no one around. Um, and I've been practicing a lot at my mom's with both Myers and Isabella together. Because I was like, oh, man, that could be oof, a cluster. But yeah, they do absolutely great together. Well, it's funny because uh, we're like, who's going to follow who? Right? Yeah. So Isabella ends up a lot of, it almost becomes a competition for them. Like, which one, which one's going to listen first and be the good dog? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I, they actually even care. I know they don't think that way, but no. that's what it looks like sometimes. Because you'll see them look at each other and then they'll look back at me. And they're like, I'm going to go first. Um, yeah, Isabella, did, like, she's been doing fantastic. Now, am I going to let her off in a state park like other people do their dogs? Absolutely not. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. First of all, that's against the rules, you guys. Yeah. And she's back. <laughs> <laughs> she's still anal retentive. <laughs> Following the oh, rules. I'm telling you, the last time I was at the park, like, the amount of... My issue is, if I know there are no okay, there are no other dogs around, absolutely not. Like my where my mom lives, right? There are no dogs there. And where we were, there weren't exactly. there weren't any in the back of the woods. There exactly. were some across the road, but and they were friendly dogs. And Isabella and Myers met them, and that's a whole different story of them not being so good dogs. Uh, <laughs> but they had they met friends, which was fine. I was in bed. I don't know. Uh, my my thing is, though, like, be respectful of other people. Absolutely. Who have dogs who, you know, for, for Isabella and I especially, like, that was such a, hiking was such a confidence builder for her and mm -hmm. for myself, just the two of us going out there. Um, and so to have a dog, no matter how well behaved the dog may be, run up to you can be frightening. Right. Um, there are plenty of of people who are afraid of dogs. There are plenty of dogs who are afraid of dogs or who are dog aggressive. Um, one thing that really burns me up is when someone's like, oh, they're friendly. And I'm like, but you don't know if my dog is or not. Right. right? Like, right. or maybe I'm afraid of dogs. I mean, I'm not, I'm right. Like I will talk to your dog all day. Uh, I'd rather talk to dogs than humans. But so yeah, like I'm never going to have her off leash. Like, in a situation like that. Yeah. Uh, I won't even take her to a dog park. But yeah, she she was so good out there. And then we we did go to a state park out. I forgot. We did go to a state park in uh in Grundy County, Tennessee, where there was absolutely no one there. It was cuz it was 20 it was degrees. So cold and it was ridiculously cold. Absolutely no one there. Not a soul. Um, and I did let her off there as well, and she. I looked like a really small Bigfoot. You you did walking you through you the did woods. with your overall your coveralls and. I I, I like to be warm. I did let her off there, um, only because there was. It, it, it took you a while before you let her off. It is, and, 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 and it's a different situation than our state park that's down. Oh road. yeah, it was. It's a very different. It was very different, and it's funny because less of a recreational area. Yeah, because I worked on yeah. with. Is Myers gets frustrated when you and Isabella get away from us. Yeah. And so what we did 
is he, when he gets frustrated like that, he barks. Oh, my gosh. So you guys went ahead and walked. Oh, he was screaming. And I just stood there and told you guys to go ahead. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stand here, dude, and and let me know. Let me know when when you can chill. And if he couldn't chill, you know, quickly, I would back up a little bit. But then he would kind of stop barking. He'd come back to me. And as soon as he would come back to me, we would move towards your area. Mm -hmm. And then we finally got to the point where he was quiet. We were moving. And then I let him off leash. And then... He ran and was having a great time. But, yeah, they were really good. And I was just so proud of you because you've come a long way with the way you were when you got her versus now. Um, and she's done really well. And I, I and what I see is that when you have more confidence in her, she's more confident and she does better. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have confidence, I think she feeds off of that. And then it makes her not know what to do. Yeah. I think a lot of times is what happens. Yeah. No, she's... She's greatly improved. I mean, she'll be five next month. I can't believe it. So, can't, Jesus, can't believe at it. this point, we should have some improvement, <laughs> You right? should be perfect by now. <laughs> nah, we're all ever-changing and things are changing. And um, But she's been even, you know, good this week. Even though, such a weird dog, she wants to go out when it feels like four degrees. I, it's and lay so on the bizarre. Porch. When we got her DNA back, I was like, it's going to say she's husky. Because she wants to be outside when it's sub-zero it's crazy but she's a weird one she is but she's she's a good i know i'm just like i know if i send if i show pictures of her outside somebody on like instagram (laughs) or facebook is gonna call like animal like her dog is frozen to the like ottoman how dare you let your dog out when it's that cold i'm like this dog she loves it is rolling in the snow yeah you don't understand we wouldn't let her stay long she is it was a lot of up and down. She'd, she'd go out. We'd bring her in. She'd get hot because we were cold. She and gets so, aggressive with ringing that bell, Yeah, too, she man. would get hot, and she'd go ring the bell 14 times. We'd finally give in and let her out for five minutes. And she's out there, like, curled up, just chilling. Just chilling out. So, yeah, weird uh, dogs. But, yeah. but anyway, uh, there she, she is. She's ringing the bell now. We had eight, eight inches of snow on the ground, and she... Just went and sat in the yard. She's like, this is the best day ever. She was just ever. sitting there. And I'm like, hey, Isabella, come. And she's like, middle finger to you. Yeah. No. Yeah, and poor little man was like, um, my pee-pee is dragging in the snow. He's trying to figure out how he can walk in the snow using none of his feet. I know. He's just... <laughs> like, how he can get off the porch without... Any of his body touching. I know. Uh, the next ground. time we'll we'll plan like, accordingly. Like we, we did not. Him. Well, because here's the thing: is when they tell us in Tennessee we're gonna get snow, six seven inches. We're gonna like, yeah, whatever. We'll probably get a dusting. Yeah, in Middle Tennessee. In Middle anyway. Tennessee, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, poor man. Anyway, all right. Well, guys, I appreciate you joining <laughs> us. Y'all keep. Please send emails and tell us how much you love Britt being on here. So I'm so I can put a little pressure on her to record with me more often. I'm hoping if I keep these things to like 25 to 30 minutes, she'll be more willing to, um, to take some time away from her personal time and, um, and do an episode with me. I enjoy it. Plus she, she's my favorite person to look at when I'm recording. So besides gray, I like looking at gray. Okay. He's all right. (laughs) I hope you guys have a great week.